Six skaters, Detroit empty net. Bouncing puck. Look out here. Good bounce, LA. Oh, oh what a play by Dylan Larkin. Yeah. And Heronic. What a play by Larkin to knock it away from Arvidsson to keep it alive. Oh, the captain going all out right there. They fired in and going after it. It's in behind quick. Kubalik able to knock it down. Larkin again. In behind now. Sunquist to Raymond. Back to the right point. Sider. Perron, the shot. Blocker save and a shot going wide by Quick. Perron kept Last it in. Clear to the, the line. Sider battling with Trevor Moore. Sider knocked it down a couple of times. Sends Larkin in. Four on three now. Perron to Sunquist. Hit a leg. Raymond. 45 seconds to go in the third. Cross it goes for two goal shooter. Perron down low. Back up. Good. Bingo. Sunquist. The play by Dylan Larkin is going to go down no matter how this game ends now, possibly in overtime. What a play to set this up. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And is he getting some accolades at the bench for that very play? This game should have been over. I mean, I'm watching this thing from the bench right here. And look at Larkin come back. It should have been over. But it ain't. Holy mackerel. Chomp with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh -huh. Chomp with that. straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then okay, pop Okay, we popping champagne like we won a championship game. Look like I got on a championship brain. Cause I ball hard. Don't just be harder. I am the bird man. Hello and welcome to episode 82 of The Fizz. Thank you guys all for joining us. We appreciate you very much being here. Uh, I'm here with my main men, Big Slip, Lou, the Bandit. How we doing, Lou? Frank, good to be back, baby. I'm doing great. Yeah. Had a great time uh, this weekend. Excited to be here. Absolutely. And we also got Channy with us as well, the leader in the pack, betting-wise. He's here. How are we doing, Channy? Quiet weekend from the boys of the Fizz. We're ready to bring some heat this week. Yes, absolutely. I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like, I don't know why. It's only been a week, but I feel like it's been like, or maybe like a day longer since we recorded. I don't know why it feels like longer. With yeah. like the blunder and everything, I feel like we've been off for like a month now. Yeah, I feel like we've been taking vacations. Yeah. And then, uh, The yeah. blunder did, did make it feel like that for sure. A little space. Yeah, the blunder did. The blunder was tough. The tech blunder, never again. <laughs> I almost cried. I, I think I, I cried. We got a lot of texts from you the next morning about it. Yeah, I was throwing a fucking tantrum. Um, what are you going to do? We don't need to talk about the blunder. That was two Fuck episodes ago. We're no, fucking We're in 82 now. 80 was the lost, the lost show. All right, we're in 82 we now. Go. Yeah, but uh, no, I understand what you mean. Like I was for, I know what Channy's saying. I meant to post the betting stories all weekend, but I was actually up north uh, near Roscommon, Michigan, playing Forest Dunes and playing the loop. There you go. Yeah, it was good. Pretty pure Michigan. Great uh, tracks. Oh, yeah. A lot it, of fall colors out there. So that was honestly the best part because I fucking stink at golf. So just full transparency, I shot a 116 
uh, at Forest Dunes. Okay. That was hard as, as shit, and it was freezing. It was yeah. kind of piss raining on us, and I just was I was drinking the whole time. So. Did they have the glass bottles? Yes. Yeah, that, how sweet was that? Yes, they absolutely have the glass bottles, but I brought this, like, tube. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. Like, it can hold canned beer. Yep. It fits, like, six beers yes. in it. So I found this thing in my dad's basement. It's a, it's a Camel cigarette-branded one, and it's got, like, Joe Cool, the, the camel on it, like when they were trying to sell cigs to kids. So I had that up there, had that in the bag. So we, we were drinking, I was drinking cans up there, but it was so fucking cold. I kept getting Irish coffees and things like that. But wow. uh, yeah. Oh, the, I like that. Good yeah, call on the it, Irish coffee. It was awesome. And then they had this drink up there too that was like, it was hot chocolate, uh, fireball, and I want to say Bailey's, but I could be wrong on the Bailey's, but it was, it was hot chocolate and fireball and something else, and it rocked. What did it taste like? Uh, cinnamon yes. chocolate cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon cinnamon chocolate gotcha. like a chocolate cinnamon drink it was it was really good i drank it in about five seconds because i was so cold up there um but super cool place have you guys been there yeah yep yep been there did you get any helicopters that landed on the driving range or no, anything no i forgot to ask you that before. <laughs> no 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 helis no helis but uh yeah forest dunes ate me alive and then like i thought the loop was the coolest thing in the world like that was the most fun i've had playing a golf round. Wow, okay. No, I never got to play the loop. The dunes we played. Right. We played the dunes a couple of times, but tell the listeners out there that aren't familiar with the loop why the loop is the loop. Yeah, and I'm not even a super big golf guy. I'm just like a hangout guy. And mm-hmm. all my buddies are golf guys. Uh, so true golf guys might not even like appreciate my description, <laughs> but essentially it's it's like Lynx golf. So it's wide open. Right. Everything's completely wide open. Uh, you can bump and run from anywhere. You can almost putt from anywhere. You keep everything real low to the ground, but the coolest thing about it is you can play it both ways. Right. So that's why it's called the loop. You can play it one way and then turn around the next day or same day and play it the other way. We only played it one way. Um, like Forest Dunes, more traditional golf course, like just fucking sand everywhere. And right. I am not everywhere. I am not good enough to play that fucking course, especially when the sand's wet. Oh yeah, and it was it was wet and it was everything and it was dark by the time we were wrapping up. I mean, I still had a blast out there and like fucking every tree being a different color was just like so pure Michigan. It was awesome, but the loop was definitely more more my speed. I yeah. shot a one hundred and two on that or one hundred and three something like that. Still not good, but. Definitely hit some bomb putts and like you can put things close that you I would never put close for sure. And you're not really getting lost off the tee because right. it's so fucking wide open. Yeah, right. it's not a tree right. in sight. Now, did you guys stay in the development there? Or were you guys off site? We stayed in one of their villas. Oh, okay, yeah. Yes. How was that? It was great. That's uh, what I hear. Yeah, so four guys to a villa, each uh, king bed, private bathroom. Mm-hmm. So we had four guys in one, and then there was a connected one, uh, like detached from us but there was eight guys in one and then four in another six inside six inside of kind course of weekend. it was an absolutely six inside we type of weekend it was uh i just boys you know like you just have these weekends and it's you know it's i'm not i'm not in my early 20s anymore like how many oh, beers were you punishing a day it, it was ridiculous like yeah. it's just like the limit does not exist you know what i mean like Correct. beers beers were just like it's happy. like a water yeah. you're just ha- you have one of those at all times right. and then like throughout it you're consuming like liquor, liquor yes. and like the hot chocolate drink and irish coffees and like shots and just kind of the like, beer's always right it's, there it's the steady it's the constant throughout yep. the you know you just always have one of those know it too well yes it was ridiculous but it was an absolute blast but it, you know we're recording here on wednesday i'm like i f- like i think tomorrow i might be close to back to a hundo maybe okay i mean i'm never truly operating at 100 percent, even if i feel really good you know like i'm always kind of operating worse than i probably should be but i have one final question yeah on sunday did you get Taco Bell? 
Sunday? No. Uh, no. Oh, man. Oh, but man. I, no, I got Qdoba. <laughs> same hey, that's family. Like big brother. Yeah, yeah. same family. I, I, it was like a conscious decision, too. Like, I was like, should I get Taco Bell? And I was like, you know what? To not feel like complete <laughs> shit, I'll get Qdoba. It didn't help at all. It, did, it was actually, like, really good. Like, I thought I was going to, number one, hate it because it was DoorDash Qdoba. Yeah. And, like, I felt like shit. But it actually was like a, also the like what was your hunger level? Were you just like coming home starving? Yeah, it wasn't because then it's like you could eat. Well, because it can go either way, up. right? I mean, you can also go like the full no eat, where right. you just I wasn't there, yeah, yeah. So I was glad to at least have an appetite. But I I drove home the three hours without consuming a thing. Yeah. Oh no, I ate a donut. There was like a rogue donut sitting on the <laughs> counter before. I left. <laughs> a little sugar to keep <laughs> yeah, it going. No, yeah. No, not even that, dude. It was like one of the plain ones. Oh no, it was like from the cider mill, like a a plain one. It's Those all, are like, the driest, fuck, dude. I don't hate it. I, they're not great. Come I would on, never, dude. Okay, they're the, a plain donut. You're okay. I, there's worse things to eat, but like, yes, they're last place in the donut world. Right. Easily. I'm like thinking about not eating it sometimes. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, like, you know, if you get those like packs from like Kroger or whatever, like it's like the cinnamon powder, the white powder, and then the plain. Yes. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. Those are bad. I I don't know. I don't mind them. I don't mind them, but I definitely. You like, got to be dipping them in something. That's the only way. Yeah. I mean, I, I ate that thing like raw jogging out to the car. Surprised you didn't fucking suffocate. <laughs> yeah, me, dude, me too. <laughs> Wash it down with a beer. Yeah. So that was good. That was good. But yeah, hangovers definitely definitely suck. What'd you guys do this weekend? I had a, I had a good weekend. Uh, not too much boozing, but still some heavy boozing. I was at deer camp. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Got it. That's, a, that's an oxymoron. Yeah. That's complete opposite of what well, you do. Yeah, so I was at deer camp. You pretty much have to drink when you're at deer camp. It's one of those things, you know. It's just code. Yeah. So, uh Got to sit out there a little bit. Got to see a bunch of deer. Saw a couple small bucks. Nothing too big yet. No shooters. Um, but it was good to get outside, get some fresh air. It was like a nice morning every t- and nice night. Um, dialed in. Got to check out my bets. Kind of settle in. Just enjoy a little yeah. fresh air and some nature. A little turkey action. Yeah. But yeah. So it was good, man. It was good. Um, got to do some drinking at the cabin. Met up with the boys down there. Sounds like we kind of had like a. You know, just a pure Michigan fall, October, couple of days. That's really what a lot it was. Of, a lot of time outside. Did you get any, did you get like windburn or sunburn? I, I got, did. I dude. got eaten alive. Yeah, my face burn. got a little beat up. Yeah. Um, and we, cause I'm in like, a, I have like a little platform stand. So I'm about like six feet off the ground. And then there's like a, a canopy over the top and there's three windows. So like, if you're facing the wind, those windows are like little tunnels. And yeah. you're kind of just getting, bl- like you try to move out of the way, but then you can't see. So right. you're just getting blasted in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dude. I, yeah. I got done and popped the ski cap off and went back to the villa or whatever. And like my face was just bright red. Yeah. And I was like, there wasn't a lot of sun. Just no. the wind ate me up. Yeah. So non hunting guy, you passed on shooting deers. You said, yeah. So you know, it's kind of like, it's one of those things where if you've, you've been hunting for a while, you, you're not going to shoot something that you've already, you know, killed a bunch of. And le- like, if you're going to shoot a deer for just the meat solely, you can shoot a doe, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can pack a doe. But like early in the season, you're not really, I mean, me personally, everyone has their own reasons why they hunt. But me personally, it's like, it's a lot of work to, you know, gut the deer, take them. Some people butcher their own, but they have a lot of butcher shops in our area. You can take them doing, they make like the hunter sausages, burger, you know, backstraps, whatever you want out of it. Um, But basically, you know, I'm kind of at like the, I want to say like senior hunting level, but like upper level, 
like last year I shot a nine pointer. So right. now it's kind of like at the stage where I want to either shoot at least one that big, or if it's late in the season, you know, maybe one close to being as big. So are you taking these deer? Are you like, are you like mounting them or using? The yeah, I'm getting, I got above? that one mounted. Yeah. But like, so are you saying like you won't shoot one now? If you're I won't not gonna sh- mount and, it. And like you don't and you're not supposed to shoot small bucks. Yeah. So if they're like under, you know, even a six pointer can sometimes be a small rack because you're supposed to let them grow. You know, like Ohio has certain rules that you actually can't even shoot small bucks, but they have a lot more bigger whitetail there. Okay. And that's one of the reasons though, is because people in Michigan, a lot of properties like where I get to hunt, I'm fortunate. They have a lot of corn, a lot of food for the deer. Like if you hunt up north. And places like that, it's like trees, like the, the food source is not, so they're is not nearly, bulking. they're not big. You don't see a lot of deer. So people will fucking shoot whatever they see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's kind of, I had no idea that was even a thing. Yeah. So Lou like lives in the woods, like little background story, just to like give you context as to like how big of hunters him and his family are. So I went over last year for the AFC title game. Bills, Chiefs, we go out in the garage, you know, halftime blunt, you know how it goes. Yes. And so his dad's out there, and his dad was in cold water all weekend, and he's smoking a cigarette, like, over top of something. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it's carpet getting ripped up off the tacks, okay? Oh. So our one buddy's like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, ah, nothing, just gutting this. And we look over, it's a goose, dude. No way. So this goose's neck is flopping around on a bench. Oh, my God. And he's cutting open the breast of the goose and just ripping it with his bare hands like it's carpet coming it's, off of a floor. It's man shit. So th- this is just context to show you, like, Lou's family is like a family of, like, hunters. It's not like a hobby. It's yeah. like that's one of their things. It's like how you bond with your fam. It re- yeah, 100% is like my my dad's brother, my uncles all do it. His dad, your dad's dad, yep. his father's yeah. father, yep, his father sure. before him. Right. Yeah, funny Speaking of fathers and hunting, uh, my father-in-law is a is a big hunter, loves it, lives for it. Yeah. Um, and, like, he gives us so much venison every – like, we always have venison. Like, yeah. we're, we use it, like, the burger, venison, all that, whatever. So one of the first times I, like, met him, you know, he was asking me, like, uh, you know, do you hunt? And I was like, no. You know, and he's like, well, have you ever killed anything? And, or, and I was like, wait, I, I lied. I did, I did get one deer. I got a deer once. And he's like, what'd you get it with? And I was like a 96 Ford Taurus. Cause I fucking <laughs> hit it. I hit it on the freeway going like 80 miles an hour. Okay. Yeah. So that was, it was like, that's, that's like, that's like kind of my line with him. And he was just like, well, who the hell is this? Like pussy. Right. <laughs> this bitch better you, not dude. marry my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Jokes on him. Yeah. <laughs> I won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but a hundred percent dude, it is like you guys, you know, it's not just a hobby. It's a family thing for us. And, yeah. you know, it's a good time to spend time together and do all that type of stuff. Like opening weekend is like for people who want, that's like a holiday, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So looking forward to it. Hell yeah. Good. I was a, uh, just a piece of shit this weekend. One of those Sweet. weekends where you just kind of unplug, um, didn't do anything around the house, saw a couple people, watched a lot of football, to be honest with you, kind of uh, didn't work, um, yeah. which is kind of rare for me on the weekends. So um, I didn't do much this weekend, and I actually liked it a lot. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, and just kind of laid low and relaxed and uh, really don't have anything to look forward to here these next couple weeks until uh, Sparty goes to Ann Arbor here in about 12 days. Yeah, I mean. Night game, too. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, well, 
I'm a little jealous of that because I could have done a little less this weekend, honestly. Like, my lord, I am still... You just, overdid. I overdid. You know, it's just... I knew I was. That's one of those where you know you're going to, and you think it's going to be better, and it's not. It's just, you know, what you just got to eat it and deal that's, with it. That's really it. That's, that's all there is to it. And it didn't help that I lost every single bet uh, outside of the Red Wings, um, who we should talk about right now. Yeah. Yeah. Team is hot. Because they're the most electric team in um, the state of Michigan. I'm sure Wolverines fans would argue that, but I am saying the Wings are fucking back. Let's just overreact to them. Dude. Three goals, five goals, five goals. Their last, I mean, they're they're piping, dude. So couldn't have asked for a better weekend start with those first two games. Uh, that was also like electric. Bunch of hockey guys on the trip too, and we got back to back wings to open the season. Yeah, that's like, perfect. It was it was fucking. There's incredible. nothing better than coming back from something like that and just getting boozed up and throwing on the game, and everyone's gambling. It was on perfect. It. Yeah, it was honestly so perfect. And then like half the guys, me included, like completely did not know that. They played a back-to-back and had the Devils the next night. So we had we had them both. Cherry on top. Yeah, it was awesome. So, I mean, you can't you can't make this stuff up. You know, like, Huso in his first game gets the shutout. Five Red Wings get their – I think it was five get their first goals. Soderblom, uh, Perron, Kubalik, uh, who else scored? Ali Mata yep. and Ben Sherratt. I mean, fuck, all the new guys buried. That's huge. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Uh, and they just they look like they're going to be fun and electric. And uh, Chandler, you were there on Monday, right? Right. I was at the game against the Kings on Monday. So I've always said it. Not the biggest hockey fan, just because I never played it growing up, so not I don't yet. get the strategy as much. But I enjoy it because it's the most passionate fan base in Detroit is the Red Wings fans. Oh yeah. Um, everyone grows up playing hockey. Everyone wants to be a Red Wing where it's like you don't grow up playing football and you want to be a Lion. Yeah. Right. But everyone wants to be a Red Wing. And I feel like a young hockey And player. I feel like every generation has like had their ch- champion. Right. It's like my dad grew up in like the Howe era. Yep. And mm-hmm. like got through like the Dead Wings and stuff like that. And then like when we were we were fucking we just were watching cups. sports. Yeah. yeah. We, and now we were all playing hockey at the same time yes. too. I was fucking breathing, drinking it. Oh you know? yeah. I mean, same without a doubt. It's the best thing ever. But watching them fucking come out and like be a real team this year like rocked i mean i know montreal is not that great i don't think the devils are either Mm -hmm. um but so like even that that king's game uh kind of a sloppy game gave up a lot of goals but kind of just never went away and then arguably the play of the year was dylan larkin diving uh between my man's legs to save that goal yeah unreal it was uh it was one of those plays i was telling you before we got on frank where Everyone was kind of, like, getting ready to pack up when it was in the neutral zone. And then he made the play, but, like, people were happy, but, like, the puck was still, like, kind of fluttering around behind the net. And you knew when they got control, like... Which they never... Like, he lost it for, like, just enough for it to get behind right. the net. Yeah, right. And, and then, then somebody up. came Peronic. and slide in. Yeah. Peronic came yeah. fucking just right. slide. That, that was, like, a chaos play. Like, I don't know if you remember that Wings game last year where, like, the Wings were getting peppered by Florida and like Buchagross was going crazy. And it was like this wild sequence. I think the wings were peppering Florida, but it was like that. It was one of those where like, it just kept coming. It kept coming. It kept coming. And then for them to go right down and, and score and tie the game, I thought there was absolutely no chance in hell they were losing that game. Right. And, and then for it to end the way it did with fucking such a shitty, goal. a crossing yeah. pass that deflects off of our defender and goes in Yeah. to your point though. Um, and the Kings game, Ernie scored yep. our first goal. Perron, newcomer, had two goals. Perron's got three over the weekend. Right. And then 
the fourth was it was Soderblom or uh, the other guy. Um, it was on the doorstep. The fourth goal. Oh, the tying one. Yeah, it was Sudquist. Sudquist. Yeah, Sudquist. Sudquist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He just did that big sweep. Yes. That sweep move. Um, but man, if they can like keep this up, they're gonna be so fucking exciting. Right now, they're second in the uh, in their division, and Toronto like lost to. Coyotes this weekend, and the Wings are just doing what they're doing. Love it. The part and then I- Bertuzzi is going to be a nice little jolt back in. God, but it, it is so Red Wings though to like have a start like this to get really excited, and then the first news you get out of the weekend is that our, to a, to- a top three defenseman is like four to six, which is so f- it's it's like that could be eight, right? You know, like you don't know what that is. Yeah, and then I don't. No one knows what's going on with Verana. Yeah, um, but Dude, I w- I actually just saw a tweet when I was coming here about Verana. Because, you know, obviously he's out and they say for personal reasons. They said that um, he is getting care from the player's assistance program. So I'm thinking that it could be painkillers or, like, a drug issue. Wait, really? Swear to God, yeah. I literally just saw a tweet from it um, when I got here. We're not here to start any rumors. We're just we're just telling you what we see on Twitter, which is yep. always correct. Right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I will say, shout out to the Wings, though. Like, when... Um, here, let's see this. Oh, NHL and NHLPA announced Jakob, Jakob Verana will be unavailable for an indefinite period while receiving Jesus Christ. Oh, this is Max Boltman. This is, this is an athletic writer. This is a writer for the athletic. So this is legit. Okay. Really? Good. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to spread false information. No, I can't, but. I can't confirm if it's like what that means exactly. No, not at all. But I'm saying, but like, what else do you get assistance from for something like that? I don't know. I'm trying really, to think of other scenarios. I really like hope other, that's not it. He yeah. had su- he had this the sickest goal of the weekend. That snip snip to my Lou versus oh, the yeah. Devils. Yeah. Um, Larkin also had that buzzer beater goal, which was awesome. Yeah. The other thing too, a little crazy. I don't know if you heard about this, Frank, but Karen Newman. No. What Did about you, her? So I guess that I saw some uh, an article from the Free Press actually that said that the Red Wings have not reached out to her to sing the national anthem yet this year. But hasn't she been gone for a while? Correct. Yeah, she hasn't done it in a while. I don't think she's done it for a while. Yeah, I thought she'd been out. I thought she was there last year doing a few games, no? I never Mm, saw her. I didn't see her either when I went. I went to two games last year and didn't see her. I went to a few and I didn't see her. I thought she was done, but maybe Well, maybe they just made a big deal out of nothing then, but it was a free press article. Sounds like the free... Karen, if you are listening, accept Champagne Athletics follow request. Please. Please. It's been sitting there for years. We're big fans, Karen. We hope you get back out there. Yeah, we love you. Come on the show. We'd like to hear about it. Yeah. You could sing the anthem here to start our show every episode. I what if she that. came here and just sang to start the show? Incredible. That'd be great. Yeah. And then we get, uh, what's his name, to, uh, with the helmet? Cheddar? Mo Cheese? Mo Cheese? Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? Dude, the whole yeah. Pick him up? <laughs> <laughs> Is he dead? I think so. He died? I'm almost positive he did. I think we're just he? making shit up now. Oh, no. No, I don't think Mo's dead. He, de- he went down to Florida. I don't think. Really? He- Orange hat guy passed away. Yeah. I don't know who Nitty. Orange Hat guy is. Oh, come on. Oh, he's a legend. We'll, we'll teach you. We'll teach you a thing or two. And then Knitting Lady passed away. Well, we could get the saxophone player. What was his name? Alto Reed? Yes. Yeah, Alto Reed. Wait, is he? He may have passed. I don't know. I'm not saying. I don't know who's alive and who, anymore. Mo Cheese. <laughs> Mo Cheese. I don't know, man. Mo Cheese is all right. I think Mo Cheese might be overrated. Yeah, he might be. <laughs> really? <laughs> Karen Newman is not overrated. No, 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 no. She's a legend. She's a legend. But, uh, Last note here on Verano, like the wings are pretty good at like keeping these like personal reasons like really under wraps. Like remember when Larkin like sneaky missed like two weeks, like yeah. a year or two ago? They're just like, no, we don't know. He's just, you know, yeah. he's taking care of some personal yeah. stuff right now. And they keep asking, keep asking, and they just won't give it up, which I think is kinda 
It's like it's like refreshing. Like we might never... see some Zadina for the first time too. He's been a healthy scratch. He well, he played versus the Kings. I think did he? Okay, yeah, I he know was... the first two he was out. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he did too well. But we'll get to see Kubalik probably on the top line for a little bit. Which there we will be go. Fun. Yeah, oh, I want to say this. Going to the game, you can tell the city of Detroit like is just absolutely fucking horny, bagging. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even saying for a championship for a playoff team. Like yeah. people are into it, they're begging. They'll pack that. Everyone bitch. was engaged. It was ninety to ninety five percent full for most things. Um, everyone was rocking. The atmosphere was great. Um, so it's not only indicative of the That's Red a Wings fan base. Yes. But it's indicative of how bad the city just wants someone to be 500. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah. And I mean, and you could even call, you can throw me in the pathetic bin with everyone else on Twitter. Like it is game three of the season and like they lost, they lost that game where Larkin dove, Yeah, you know, and, and people are calling it the play of the year. And like, I'm seeing tweets like, got the point. It, yeah. If they like, what a gritty point, like yes. you're going to need these points <laughs> in this division. Like if they make the playoffs by a point, remember this play and the like point, and you can just see like other NHL fans like, Oh Jesus, Detroit, yeah. this is how excited you're over a, like a loss right. and of game. The three. one thing about ho- hockey too, that I'll say is like, Going to the game versus like watching it at home, it's so much better. Yes, like mm-hmm. NFL is like, I, like I can, I'm satisfied as fuck sitting at home watching the games from the couch. You Absolutely, know? but like NHL, when you're at those games, dude, it's electric, bro. It's buzzing. Yes, I I couldn't agree more. Like people who don't like hockey, like or don't are disinterested in it, like they change their opinion a lot. With, once I they agree a hundred percent. And then like going to a football game, like as I've gotten older is just like, all I think about is like, man, I'd rather be at home watching this. Thing. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I'll tell you why I wanted to be home. Shame on you. Little Caesars arena for not having a smoking section. Breach. Can't they be- they, they don't? don't have no. a smoking section. No. So That's I go with wild. some cigarette smokers. Obviously I was going to puff one, you know, hit a drag. No hey, we're deal. going out, you know, yeah. sure. inside cigs. Yeah, but, of course. Um, Liberal with the cigs. Yeah. So I, you know, I Sig asked podcast. the guy. He's like, "We don't have anywhere." Yeah. I'm like, oh, "The beer garden's closed. You, 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 can you smoke in there when it's open?" He's like, "No, you can't smoke anywhere outside the stadium." What, that, what's that about? And can I, I vape in the stadium? Yeah. Oh, you gotta be sneaky. You just do it. You just do it. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta. Be I mean, sneaky. I hit a puffer too. But you're not allowed to do it. But <laughs> yeah, you but, just do it. Yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah. But. Greektown, uh, you can smoke in the casino again. Did oh, you guys know that? I didn't know you couldn't ever not. Yeah, yeah. they took it away for a while. COVID for a while. You yeah, but Greektown? Yes. Swear to God, yeah. How did they... That that place is a walking cigarette. Yeah. It doesn't walk, though. It was not for a while, but they're back, baby. That's wild. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't ever knew it shut down. I just assumed... How could that place ever... Okay, so, like, you can't smoke in LCA, like... That Joe Louis Arena crowd, like remember going to the That's games with I'm the saying. Joe, and they used to just be like, "Know your audience." Yeah, my parents would go and fucking smoke in between every period. That's ridiculous that they're fucking just shoving out the old Joe crowd. Bro, it's like, like all a- those outdoor patio areas. You think you wouldn't have roped one off for people to go out there and have a cig? No, yeah, it's like you have that empty fucking field right next door that you're yes. supposed to build these apartments or like some fucking some Red Wings town. Downtown. Yeah, just yes. let us smoke there at least. <laughs> Dude, so game one that I went to at LCA was the day before Thanksgiving, whatever year that opened, a few years ago. Okay. And we had a whole crew with us go to the game. 
Uh, one of the best nights I've ever had in downtown Detroit, just throwing that out there, Wings game night before Thanksgiving. And Love that. We had like seven guys or something like that, and we're like, all right, we're going to go We're gonna go smoke a cig. And we asked one of the employees, like, hey, where can we smoke? And, she, and like, she pointed, like, she's like, you can smoke right there outside the bar where it's like that Detroit sports social. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, so we go out there, we smoke the cigs, and we, like, try to walk back in. The door's locked. Security guard comes up. He's like, can I help you guys? And we're like, yeah, we're just trying to get back in, like, we got tickets. Like the she told us. Like we're pointing at her. Like she told us <laughs> we could like smoke. Away, ducking. Yeah, no, she was pooping herself. <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, I can't let you back in, boys." And we were just like, "Okay, lol." Like, listen, we, buddy. Like, yeah. All right. Cool. It was just. It was after the first period. Boys are all buzzing up like at LCA for the first time. Yeah. And he's just like, "No, I, I can't let you in. Like, I can't let you in." And we like we just snapped. Like we were just screaming at this guy who's like got the door cracked open then we look over at sports social and like one of the servers like looks at us and is just like come on and we like sprint over run in and then just like run by security and just scatter throughout the like the <laughs> stadium but like i would have lost my mind if i wasn't allowed back in yeah that's but it's ridiculous that they don't have a smoking section it's, there. it's the rite of passage hockey fans especially for lions like between quarters you hit a cigarette and you're like bitching about the team with random people <laughs> yes. you're like I always run into yes, people there that you know 100%. randomly too you go out there you bum a sig from somebody you're yeah. like team these fucking, fucking guys <laughs> i don't get how they don't have it like I, the tigers still have theirs right which is the worst thing in the world have you yeah. been in that it's pit? like a it's no. like a oh it's, my god dude, it's, it's awful. awful and when you're if you like walk in yes. you're like walking <laughs> yes. into a wall of cigarettes C- forget <laughs> about it forget about it like you can't get by people like if you're, they're shoulder to shoulder <laughs> smoking no it's dude it's a narrow it's it's like it's on the third base side yeah. and it's like a narrow it's like right across from ford field but it's like a huge fence that mm-hmm. goes up yeah so it's like a huge green fence and it's very narrow so it's probably like i don't know 10 feet wide and there's like there's so many people in there dude, just like <laughs> dude you're packed you're like, in there God, don't burn all my fucking clothes <laughs> dude, off dude it's unreal it, you're like packed in a subway train just like burning like you're getting ashed on <laughs> smoke blown it's on gritty you. as fuck it man. really is and the wings just need that we take even that i mean it makes people drink more when you smoke you drink yeah, yeah. and vice versa yeah. it's like you need to just have one section in an isolated part of the the exterior i just they should have we should we should get that going. There should be a smoking section. Let's there do should, it. Absolutely. I don't. I don't know what we'll do. Maybe. Maybe it's a dollar to go out there, and it goes to charity, or it goes to something. We could make it a good thing. It goes to the development of District Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they need the fucking money. Yeah. Goo. <laughs> Cancer research. Okay. Anyways. Uh. Well, LGRW. I'm fucking jacked. For yeah. The wings. Great start to the year. Yeah. Let's go, Red Wings. Yeah. Let's go, Red Wings. I just wings. scooped up my first uh, game, November third. I'll be there for versus the Caps. Oh, sweet. There Thursday we go. night. Yep. Whatever that weekend is, they're doing like the 20 year anniversary of 97, 98, or that's not. 25. Yeah, I, it's a Thursday the night game. Year. Here yeah. we go, Frank. Yeah. He's hung over, folks. Yeah, I'm fucking, yeah. I'm just, feel, yeah, I'm like craving a sig now. Um, yeah, so go Wings. They play Chicago next. Hope they prison pound them. Was that, is that Thursday, Friday? Uh, yeah, I believe it's a Thursday game. Um, but who knows? I uh, Here it is. October 21st. Yep, Thursday. Let's go. Let's go, boys. All right. Um, love opening up with a fiery Wings talk. It's been a minute since we've been able to do that. Um, another team hoping to have a hot start, our Detroit Pistons, who actually might be 
They may have tipped off. Are they tipping off right now? Just tipped off. Six, six, three minutes in. Let's, Let's go. go. Yes. <laughs> so here's our starting lineup that we rolled out. I don't think many surprises. Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham, Sadiq Bey, Bohan Bogdanovich, Isaiah Stewart. I think everyone had predicted that, um, but a lot, a lot of young talent on there. Four out of the five starters in the league under four years. Are we the youngest wow. team? Did, real <sighs> quick, did you guys close. see Jaden Ivey's outfit before the game? No. It was hot as fuck. So he rolled into the game with a Lions jersey of his Whoa. grandfather, number 28, James Hunter. Yeah, James Hunter's jersey. Right. Yeah. It was sick. I'm getting on this right now. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought he may have wore the Kyler green pantsuit. <laughs> Fuck no. Oh, so the Wings, 24 minutes ago, officially, sorry, back to the Wings, uh, officially announced. Um, the Detroit Red Wings are aware that uh, Verana has been placed in the NHL and NHL PA's player assistant program and that he will be out indefinitely. The Red Wings have no further comment on this matter. Dude, Damn. it's kind of like a... It sounds like it's bad like a very news. serious Yeah, looking, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that small does not font. sound good. They have no comment on the matter. It, like, this is... That's a fucking blow. Oh my god. Dude, like so I just Okay, if I read that player assistance pro I would have I wouldn't know what that meant. The only reason I'm thinking drugs is cuz you said it. Like I did I would not inherently know what that means. Right. I don't either. I just kind of was like, okay, what is something that they would need assistance with? That's a personal matter. Right. Dude, that's Oh, that sucks cuz he's so fucking good. Yeah. And he was out all last year. Um sorry, that was just the first thing I saw on Twitter. Probably was eating fucking a bunch of painkillers. Dude, oh, it probably was, man. You know? Yeah. Unfortunately, that's that's the sad thing about that industry. Ugh. All right, Jaden Ivey and what? Uh, Ivey Rack and the James Hunter jersey. James Hunter. Yeah, it's his grandfather. Thing. Dude, that's so cool. So was he? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So was he guaranteed, to, like not guaranteed, but like pretty known that he was going to start right away? Um, <clears throat> I think most people knew he was going to start. Um, some people had some ideas that maybe they'd bring him off the bench just because he was so young. But I think how most people are seeing it is Killian Hayes, who was one of our lottery picks right. just a few years ago. French boy. Yeah, he's going to be the sixth man. Okay. Um, he's going to still get some time. The weird dynamic with this team is Cade Cunningham is a point guard. Okay. I mean, that's where he's best suited. Jaden Is that what he played in college? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, point, shooting guard. I mean, really, people project Cade Cunningham as a distributor and a scorer um, and a guy that can, can and that can uh, conduct the offense. So Ivy reminds me more of a two. Yes. Ivy's a shorter two, probably. And then you've got Killian Hayes, who's also a traditional point guard, um, distributing, um, running the offense. So they have a lot of people who can bring the ball up, which is good with versatility. You had Bogdanovich, knockdown shooter, Sadiq Bay, one of the 10 best statistic shooters uh, from behind the arc last year in the NBA. And then you have a lot of young frontline talent between Isaiah Stewart, between Jalen Duren, our second lottery pick this year. It's going to be an interesting year. Real um, quick, too, Chandler, I saw Jalen Duran this uh, preseason. He was tied with Rudy Goldberg for most rebound, rebounds a game to, at 12. He is one I of those grabbing boards. He's oh, one yeah. of those guys that this city is going to cling to. For instance, I watched a preseason game this, this uh, preseason, and he had, 
I think he had double-digit rebounds and fouled out in 19 minutes. Oh, my God. Like, That's the best fucking stat line you could hear. All hustle. Like, this Dog. guy is going to bring exactly what Detroit needs and some of that Little grit, Big Ben-esque. Ben Wallace, Yeah, dude? Let's, not, let's not go there. I mean, dude, I'm getting, like, He's, little mini flashes. So, I mean, I, I love to hear it. Gas me up, man. <laughs> you guys are teaching me right now. Like, you know, and it's funny you do say grit because I was thinking of, like, Larkin – diving and like knocking that puck out and i was like dude all the other teams are like way grittier than yeah. the lions way gritty oh my yeah. god way grittier so it's a good word too bad we can't fucking use it for the lions i know <laughs> wait so is it's killian hayes the frenchman like yes. is, he, is he like he's still very much like we don't know if he's gonna be even in the league in like a couple of years right or do we do we like him because everything i see kind of always trashes him and and he just to me just looks like a little he looks like a little kid every time I see him. As someone who watches them actually pretty frequently, um, Killian Hayes his his first year he played basically no no time because he was injured a lot his rookie season. Last year, first half of the year didn't play well at all. Second half he came on started playing much better. I saw some video of him again. This is in training camp and preseason. Seems like he worked on his shot this offseason, which was one of his big downfalls, a point guard who can't shoot. That's mm-hmm. just not going to work in today's NBA. Never. Um, so I think more so now it's not, is he going to get cut? It's, what is he, a six-man? Is that his ceiling? I think that's what most people are saying, and is that what you're hoping from a, a top-ten pick that was only picked three years ago? Right. You know? Yeah. You, you look at that draft, you had Killian Hayes, Isaiah Stewart, Sadiq Bay. Uh, Killian Hayes was the earliest one picked in that draft. He's probably the worst out of the three. That's crazy. Damn. You know what, what type of injuries are we looking at? Just Bagley or yes, Bagley's out a couple weeks here. Um, and then uh, I know that that'll be good for Duran PT. Kemba Walker not injured, but we did release him. He's officially oh, really? released. Yeah, he's not on the bench tonight or anything, so wow. he's not on the roster that could play. Um, you got guys like Nerlens Noel. Yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. we got him too. You know, is he from Duke? Yeah, no, he's from Kentucky. Kentucky, Kentucky. yeah, Kentucky. Okay. So you've got a, a kind of a weird, uh, you know, jumble of guys between us taking on some contracts this year because we could, right. and then a very young core between Bay, Ivy, Cunningham, Duran. It's going to be much like the Wings. The Wings, I believe, are one year ahead of the Pistons. Okay, so the Pistons next year, I could see fighting for a playoff spot, eight, seven seed. I think this year they're in that nine to ten seed maybe get in the play-in game range. Yeah, and that was actually going to be uh, the one thing that I somewhat provided to this conversation is, um, you know, I was, like, curious to just see, like, you know, I'm all juiced up on the wings, and, I, you know, I think they, from three games here, it feels like they can play for for an eighth seed. But then I was, like, looking at, like, Pistons predictions from, like, experts and, you know, quote-unquote experts and shit, uh, the athletic had him 28 and 54 finishing 13th, mm-hmm. uh, five like fucking model system that they push out, had him 23 and 59 bleacher report, 27, 55. And then even like the, uh, Pistons powered guys had him 28 and 54, which honestly, I was just kind of like, these numbers are a lot lower than what a little disheartening. Yeah. Well, from what well, there's so much hype right now. You yeah. Know? But like, th- I was like, oh shit, those numbers suck. That's kind of like what they were last year. Right. And I just kind of thought this year to compete, you know, they had to be closer to 500. We talked about it last year. You look at Giannis, you look at LeBron, you look at Michael Jordan, 
you look at a lot of big guys that eventually won championships, they didn't do it in their first three, four, five years. Yeah. NBA takes a long time, unless you have a Steph Curry that's compiled with Clay Thompson, Kobe comes in with Shaq. You go get all If of them. you don't have two dogs yeah. and you actually have to build from the ground up, it takes five plus years to win a championship. And do, and do guys stick around? I like, mean, is the that the scary part. part? Right. Yeah, exactly. I think that's kind of the new school way, though. I think we got into that era of LeBron, KD, that they floated around. You're seeing Giannis yeah. stay. You saw Devin Booker stay now in Phoenix. Are we going Bradley to Beal. A- Bradley Beal in Washington? Yep. Are we going back to an era where you actually do stay with your team and that's kind of the cool thing to do? Yeah. I will say this, though. Pistons... I think they're going to be in the mid-20s for wins. If any year, and we said this going to the Cade Cunningham year, if there's any year you want to be bad in the NBA draft, it's this year. Victor Wembayama, if you haven't seen him, take a look. 7-2. That guy is a freak. More skilled than KD. They said he's the best prospect, if not better. Than LeBron. Than LeBron. Get out of here. Yes. 18 years old from France, 7-2, and he's a wing. He doesn't play oh, in the post. Oh, God, a 7-2 foreigner? Yes. He I've heard is, that before. <laughs> well, Darko played back <laughs> to the basket. And he was from Serbia. Yeah. So they're saying Wembayana and then Scoot Henderson, who's Scoot a Scoot Henderson? Guard. Yes. That's a great name. Jesus. That's a name I would have made up for, like, a, a creative <laughs> player. Yes. Exactly. Scoot Henderson. Henderson. You got to be Twine Tickler. Kidding. Did you hear about him? They said he would be a number one pick. In any draft, if it weren't for Wembayama. So no you way. have two guys at the top of the draft this year that are basically generational talents, according to a lot of these NBA experts. Funny stat, though, Wembayama, 7-2. Over, under, that he weighs 208 and a half pounds. Any, I mean, Jesus. Under is like eating disorder type deal. What does he weigh? Over under. Well, you're making it seem like, like it's, it's under. Yeah, like it's I'm going to say I'm over. Gonna, yeah, I'll say over. God damn it. 209. <laughs> <laughs> we big brain Jeff. Yeah, we big brain Jeff. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, yeah. fuck. Now I'm all gassed Damn, up that's crazy. Why is he so fucking skinny? <laughs> yeah, dude. Because he's 7'2", guy. Yeah, that's wild. Can't yeah. put weight on, man. That's but, wild. Send him a Vincent Joe's. Yeah. I think all in all, two exciting teams this year. Get him a sizzle, chef. You want him a sizzle chef? Yeah, he get him a, a sizzle, sizzle bro. chef. I'll get him a sizzle chef, man. Him up. Right to his place. Well, only if he's a piston. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Victor, if you're listening, we'll get you a sizzle chef three days a week your whole first season. Yep. If you're listening, bud, that's all yours. That's yours. Come get it, Vic. Also, Pistons, um, I was kind of fell into like a little Pistons Reddit last night, which is just, it's a funny place to be. Um, and so like they changed their logo and I may have missed this today cause I wasn't looking at social too much, but like they like updated all their logos to be this. And I've, I've said it before, like the Pistons just have the weirdest brand right now to me in the, in the whole fucking world. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their regular Pistons jerseys, which are like close reminiscent of like the Oh four going to work Pistons, which are like an also modification of the bad boy Pistons. They're bringing back the teal. Yep, I saw that. They've had like four different, whatever they are, statement city jerseys. Like they've gone from gray to navy blue to whatever. And I don't know if you've seen the sneak peek of the new ones that are green. Yes. Have you seen them? I have not. Yes. They, dude, they have green ones and they look like a mix of Verner's and um, they look like Verner's. Wow, maybe a little play there. No. It, they're, they're the no. statement jerseys, play right? In Detroit. No. But like, the Verner's edition. It's just that they have so many colors. Like, I just think they have the biggest brand crisis right now. 
And before they're good, they have to figure it out. So what I'm describing here, because I realize no one can hear what I showed them, but the Pistons changed their avatars to like, it's the Pistons logo, but it's it's like one side of it's normal, the right side, and then the left side looks like it's like a blueprint drawing. So I wonder if it's like a branding thing, like they're building the blueprint. Rebuild. Yeah, yeah, yeah that for shit. sure. Okay. But uh, just, just, I have a lot of beef with Detroit Pistons branding, and I'm going to give them one more year before, because if they start being good and we don't have this thing figured out, I'm going to be pissed. They're going to start to be good, so they got about 18 to 24 months before. And Big Sean's like the creative director of the Pistons. Really? Yes. He works for the – he has a title with the Pistons, whatever, okay. you know. So I'm just curious to see what they do there. Huh. That's, but that's that's the most insight I can give to the Pistons is just what they're – Big Sean, if you're listening, we'd love to pick your brain on <laughs> Big the, Sean, the branding. Why are the jerseys green? <laughs> we need to pick a color. Oh, man. All right, well, I'm, I'm juiced for the Stones now, too, especially after seeing fucking Ivy in that jersey. Yeah. Well, I had one more Pistons question. Uh, speaking of Frenchmen, did is that other French guy we got, like 15th overall, still in the league? Dumbuya? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Jesus. I know he got cut. I'm pretty sure he got picked up by... What was that pick? Was that a Weaver pick? Uh, No. That was... Was uh, that the last... Yes. That was our last Van pick. Gundy pick? Yes. Without... Uh, what did he do to our team? Uh, nothing, nothing good. He played two games last year for the Lakers, Sekou Dumbuya. He's 21 years old, and he is in the G League. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, toast. toast. Isn't there that guy in the Lakers, though, who didn't we just get that link from the group chat that that guy was working DoorDash and working at a cemetery? I didn't see that. It was just sent. Um, Guys on the, guys on the Lakers – Matt Ryan has made the Los Angeles Lakers opening night roster. Ryan was driving DoorDash and working at a cemetery a year and a half ago after he didn't receive an invite to the G League bubble. Wow. Wow. Dog. Good for him, man. There was cool. a guy on the Browns that had that too. He went to like the Browns facility. He was like li- like living at a gym, sleeping outside, and he like pretend they had like an open tryout in Florida and he oh, and he went there and told them that he like was friends with one of the GMs, somebody that the GM knew, and he ended up getting into the practice and making the team, and he, like, returned a punt for a touchdown. That's right. I remember Did that story. Did you see story. that? Yeah. I remember that story. Who, Joyke Bell? Yeah, Joyke Bell. <laughs> Joyke Bell, security guard. <laughs> and that person was Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good for those guys, though, you know? Dude, those, dogs. those stories those will always dogs, rock. Yeah, yeah those, those stories always rock. Um Dog they're mentality. always like they're always inflated though too. Like, do you guys remember of when? Course. When who said it? Like, who told the story of not uh, Najee Harris like growing up sleeping on the floor, and then when he got to Alabama, he was still sleeping on the floor because <laughs> he didn't know that the bed was his. And then Najee came out like and just tweeted like, "Man, I didn't sleep on the fucking floor. <laughs> I knew to sleep on a mattress." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I slept in the fucking bed. What are you talking about, <laughs> dude?" That story cracked. He was me up, up at midnight scraping rocks up in the back. Yeah, he's like, "No, I was getting paid a bag by donors. <laughs> no, I was driving around in a G wagon, yeah, brother." Oh, right. Um, hell yeah, dude. So this, I mean, October is like just the month, the Mecca. Yeah. yeah. Especially like, I mean, yeah, like wings are starting they're supposed to be decent. Pistons are at least like exciting. Um, man, if the Tigers were like in the playoffs, that'd be sick, but we do have MLB playoffs Mm -hmm. and we have our expert on staff, uh, Chandler here would love to get filled in. It looks like it's a lot of upsets, a lot of teams that aren't supposed to be here. Tell me if I'm, am I right there? Am I wrong there? I know there's some that 
are supposed to be here. AL, chalk, yeah. Astros, Yankees. Yeah. That's basically been the favorites all year. They're right. on a collision course. Yep. It's almost like for the Big Ten football, Michigan, Ohio State. Everyone's It's halfway through the season. Everyone's predicting that's the game. Yeah. That's how it's been all year in baseball for the AL. NL, you had Dodgers, Braves on a collision course, which they met in the NLCS last year. Both of them losing the division series after having buys to both the Phillies and Padres. Interdivision teams, both of them lose to them. Um, Phillies have been absolutely lights out. Yeah, they've been hot. Um, they jumped out on the Padres 4 nothing. They're actually down 7-4 now. Oh, wow. they really? Yeah, Padres came back. So live update, 7-4 in the seventh Padres. But I'm rooting against the Phillies. That's the only team I'm rooting against. Not because I have futures in on the Padres and the Yankees, but the last two times the Phillies won the World Series, 1980, biggest res, uh, inflation recession in the history of America. Next time they won it, 2008, the Great Recession. <laughs> no way. So basically they align with every financial crisis in the last 45-plus <laughs> wow. years. So we cannot be rooting. Are Let's band together as a country, <laughs> left, right, red, blue. We cannot be rooting for the Phillies right now. I'm on board. I like it. Are we a finance podcast? We should have finance corner. We can have a finance corner. We should do a finance yeah, corner. I love let's, that. let's note that down. I like that though. You gotta find Hot stats corner like excels. That. Yeah, yeah. So um we're not rooting for the Phillies, <laughs> but I'd love to see um, you know, a couple big historic teams. Um, or teams with big fan bases. You know, you look at the Padres, that's the only team left in San Diego. Yeah. You know, they live and bleed. They're like a Portland with the Trailblazers. They live and bleed for Bunch those Bunch of hippies teams. at the game. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Whatever. I'd yeah. love to see something like that. And then you have the Yankees, the greatest franchise possibly in professional sports history. Yeah. You have the Phillies, very rich history, very traditional team. And you have the Astros, the best team in the last decade. Yeah. So you've got a lot of great teams, a lot of star power. I don't see how it can go wrong when you have Altuve, Judge, Juan Soto, and uh, Bryce Harper on a, each team. Yeah. Pretty, There's going to be star power yeah. in in the World Series. And regardless. Harper's been fucking ripping he's it up, been hasn't awesome. he? Awesome. Yeah, he's had like most consecutive like I want to say extra base hits in a row, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he hit uh, a home run. To, no, yesterday he hit a home run. So um, it'll well, be very interesting to see. All right. Well, I'm gonna let's like let, maybe not picks, but I'm gonna tell you who I'm rooting for. Okay. I'm definitely gonna after what you just said. There's no way I can root against. The I was Ameri going the, Padres. The American I think, people, regardless, yeah. but now yeah. I'm locked in. Yeah. Padres. Now, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it was yeah. just a little push I needed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then on the other side of things, like I think I'm just going Yankees. I've always liked the Yankees. Truly, like it's probably an unpopular opinion, but. Always like the Yanks just because they're fucking like the evil empire. Right? I'm going Yanks too. Fuck the Astros. I fuck the Astros yeah, as well. Fuck like, them, like yes. yes. It's not just because they're playing the Astros though. Like, yeah. I actually kind of like, like in a Yankees Red Sox rivalry, like, I'm kind of like, eh, I kind of like the Yankees a little more. Okay. So let's say this scenario plays out yeah. Yankees play Padres. Yeah. Okay. So I have a $50 free bet on the Padres yeah. to win $550 for the World Series. Okay. I have a $100 bet to win $550 on the Yankees. Okay. So Yankees play Padres in the World Series. What do you do? You leave it, right? You leave it. So I, I leave I, it. I asked our buddy D the, yesterday what to do. He said, "Why don't you see well, what happens? Yeah, the team that win Game One take the cash out on them and then root for the other team. Could do that. So then you can lock in a couple hundred profit." And then if the other team comes back and wins, you get a couple hundred off this one, and you win the five hundred off the other one. 
Yeah, I'm doing kind of the Zach Galifianakis math thing right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's not, like for me, I would just be like, I'm just going to leave both of these. And, and just let it ride and yeah. hope someone wins. And you're going to win money. Yeah. Right? The worst the worst case scenario is you win 450, right? Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's right. pretty fucking awesome. Right. You'll be safe. Yeah. I'll take that all I like. Day. I do like the strategy though. Yeah. Or, hey. yeah, but, you grow a pair and whoever goes down one game, you bet that team that's down. Yes. Just, yeah, just find a way to piss your money away. That's what I would do. Yeah. yeah. Of course. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I would do. Um, one one question I did have about these MLB playoffs, though, is I was seeing some shit on the internet. There was a lot of controversy over this game five between Cleveland and New York. Um, for those who don't know, game five was supposed to be uh, Tuesday, right? Monday. Monday. It was supposed to be Monday, and... It got rain delayed forever. Yeah. And they kept saying, like, hell or high water, we're having this game. And they were saying, like, the first pitch was going to go out at 11. And then it never it never happened. And then they played the next day, and obviously the Yankees won. And they smacked came, them, hand, I think. Handled yeah. them pretty yeah, well. Yeah, they did. Right. They uh, did. Um, but I was reading things that said, like, there were no hotels that would, like, accommodate Cleveland, they weren't selling tickets to people with an Ohio uh, area code or zip code. And then they were, uh, what was the, the other thing I heard? Is that the Yankees plane got delayed? Mm-hmm. So the Yankees wanted to do everything they could to push the game to the next day? I mean, that's the only one that I'll say. I, I don't know what validity there is to that because it was pouring on Monday. It yeah. was. Pouring. I was waiting for this game to start, and it was pouring for two and a half or three straight So hours. I was seeing the shit on Twitter, mm-hmm. and then I flipped on the game, and the tarp was filled yes. with water. I'm like, okay, well, unless... It is raining. I'd be like, I'm like, I'm like confirmed raining. Right. Yes. Like, unless they're, like, controlling the weather over there. Right. I'm not sure how, in New York City, you can't find enough hotel space yeah, on a what? Monday night to have the Indians, that to me doesn't line up. In is the, it true though, or is it just like a bullshit tweet, or is it like were the Indians like saying that like we don't have a hotel? No, I had heard. I saw a report that did say that 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 was like an actual reporter that was reporting that on TV, not just some tweet or something that was saying that they were in different hotels but in the same area. That that to me is a little fishy. How can you not have enough for a major league baseball team? as a hotel and B it's a Monday night in New York. Yeah. That, that it doesn't wasn't, line yeah, up. Yeah. It wasn't the, you Super tell me Bowl. every no, hotel no. banded together and was like, we're not letting them in. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Like I would believe, I don't hate that. I would believe that story. If it was like, uh, like a team that had never, like if it was Chicago, the Cubs before they had won their one world series. Right. I'd believe it. If it was like some team like fighting for their goddamn life, but it's the Yankees who have the most world series yeah. of any right. team. Right. So it'll be interesting. It's going to be a great, MLB playoffs, though, there's nothing like playoff baseball with all the theater and the buildup and then just the explosion when something happens. Baseball is such a slow game, much like soccer. When something big happens, people just lose their fucking minds. Right. So it's going to be good. Wasn't two games of that Yankees-Cleveland series postponed? Yes. So just full circle on, I think I said it last week or a week ago, uh, just like I, I still don't understand why we wait till the middle of October to play to, these to games. late October makes to play no the sense. most to play the most important games. It makes no fucking sense to me. Makes no sense, and to me, it makes no sense that we don't have double headers scheduled during the year. Yeah, to help with that scheduling, it's insane. There's, yeah, I mean, whatever. It makes no sense to me, um, and I just hate that like. Teams like a Cleveland, New York series, like there's going to be no nice weather games. None. Yeah, they're fucked. You're like hoping to get lucky. Yeah. Which you don't. 
I mean, the the people that are hoping for nice weather are hoping Houston, San Diego, or you could see games in Philadelphia and New York, right. all seven games of the World Series coming up here. That's wild. It's crazy. And then the country's going to financially collapse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of financially collapsing, <laughs> let's move into the NFL, um, where I had the one a very terrible, terrible betting week, which I think um, a lot of people may have if you followed uh, any favorites because holy upsets uh, happened in the NFL this week. Um, but the best news was probably that the Lions did not play. And it was actually, like, refreshing. Like, coming in here today and, like, being ready to talk to you guys, like, it was really nice to not have to, like, prepare right. for them. And Sparty won, too, so that helped a little juice, too. I know, and I, I like, missed that whole game because we were on the, the golf course, and then... They were trying to lose. Yeah. They were trying like, to lose. You guys need to kind of tell me about the game. I watched all the highlights and stuff, um, and I would love for you guys to kind of walk me through it and then tell me what the fuck happened at the end of the game because it seems like everyone was pretty... Like, end of regulation seems like everyone was pretty pissed at how things like played out there. Well, truth be told, I didn't watch much of the game either. Um, I'll read my direct tweet from Saturday after a couple of beers before dinner <laughs> when I tweeted out, and I quote, Watch the first drive. Turning it off. Can't watch another week of this bullshit play calling yeah. while Thorne has his head up his ass. There you go. In all caps. Bench his ass. Spartan victory. Got a lot of Michigan fans that replied to me. They all liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't watch too much of it from what I did watch. Um, I was glad to see what they did do this week was get Jaden Reed involved again. Get your fucking best guy the ball. He's by far our best guy. He's our best weapon on offense. And he obviously has played with Thorne for a long time outside of just college. Get him the fucking ball. That is the only reason we won last week. He had that amazing touchdown and yep. double overtime to seal the deal. And that's he, the only way looking ahead we're going to beat Michigan he is threw if we one get too, him right? involved. Yeah, he tossed yes. it to Brantley, right? No, uh, no, uh, Keon, Keon Coleman. Keon. Yeah, Coleman. Yeah. They both kind of had respective teabaggings. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They needed that one. They needed it. I couldn't believe it. Like, we got off the golf course, and we were kind of dialed into Bama – Tennessee that game was incredible yeah I lost a lot of money um but that yeah that game was incredible and like to be it was so incredible that it was like I was just like checking my phone for what happened with state but yeah. I didn't know it involved like a wide receiver pass and like all that stuff yeah it was a good it was a good win we keep coming back to this word it was a gritty win yeah like they just did what they needed to to get the win wasn't pretty I thought at most points of the game I was like they're they're somehow going to blow this game. But of course. to get that type of momentum after four straight losses in the manner that they got those four straight losses, where I don't think they led in any of those losses. Uh, no, they didn't. This was the I saw the stat. It was, it was, uh, this was the first time this year that they carried any type of lead in the second half. Right. So they didn't have the lead in four straight weeks. And that would have been going into a bye week and then coming out of your bye week facing your rival. Mm -hmm. So big win. Hopefully it gets some win back in the sales. And obviously it's it's time to lock in. You throw every hey, fucking... two wins to prepare yes. for Ann Arbor, baby. Every fucking thing that's happened this season so far goes out the window. You can turn it all around this week by beating Michigan for the third straight year and ruining their fucking season. Yep. This, yeah, and this one... 
the, I mean, because the 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 biggest one was the when we were twenty. Not not the biggest one. Like biggest underdog was two years. It was twenty twenty, right? Yeah, we were like the 20, Lombardi year. Yeah, twenty six point dogs. Yeah, but that year is kind of a little bit lost in space just because it was COVID and we only played like five games. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Michigan uh, ducked Ohio State that year. Yeah, that's right. right. They bowed yeah. out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's remember right. that year? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. So yeah, this would be the the worst thing ever. I mean, Wisconsin though, are they are they having like an us year though? Like yeah, having, they are. They three fired and four. their coach. Yeah, they're not that good. Yeah. Yep. Three and four. Nothing great. But guess what? As Michigan State this year, those are the type of teams you have to beat, or yeah. else we're not going to make a fucking bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Uh, so what do you guys think that line's going to be when it opens up next week? I mean, honestly speaking, I think that line is going to be probably between, I'd say about 17 to 20. I was going to say, say. I was going to say 19 and a half. Yep. I, I think gonna it's going to be just under three touchdowns, but I was at two 17 touchdowns. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, I know we don't like them, but they've, they fucking, they've looked good. They steamrolled Penn state. They did. I did take them too. So. <laughs> That's right. You did, you did cash like in on that one. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just like didn't face. watch the game. I already knew Penn State was fraudulent, and they weren't going to be able to hang with them. You were so. screaming they were very fraudulent. I, um, they are every year, though, right? Mm-hmm. Big slips like not picking a game this week because Michigan's off. Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's not like not into football. The, the thing about Michigan that I watch is they're simple, but they do simple very well. There's nothing complex about their offense. I don't see many guys outside of Corum that jump out to me, J.J. included. I think J.J. is a good quarterback. He's just only a sophomore and only has so much experience. Edwards but had a day. Edwards played good. I just think that they do they do what Harbaugh has done everywhere he went, a very simple, tough, consistent Discipline. offense. Discipline, yeah. Discipline offense, whether it was at Stanford, whether it was with the Niners, or whether it's with Michigan now, I feel like it's the same damn thing. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. – It'll be interesting, but you know what? MSU always gets up more than Michigan. Hundred percent every year. That's why we always have the edge. That's right. And uh, there's, I mean, Michigan wants to downplay this game every year that it's not a big rival. It's this, that, and the other thing, and they end up losing. Yeah, we will see. I mean, I'm just, I'm just sitting tight. I'm just sitting tight, and I mean. Pizzo's or, laying the seventeen. Yeah, I know. And you, you I mean, yeah, words, right. words can't describe how. I'll be taking you know, how Michigan State money line like I do every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Uh, well, we kind of flip flop there, so we'll do the NFL and then we'll just do all our betting together. All right, all right. So NFL, obviously, the Lions were off um, this week in the NFL. I feel like was was the week where there's always that that bomb, that nuke that goes off, where Vegas just absolutely cashes in. I, I'd hate to see the amount of money that they made this this Sunday uh, between the Bucks losing to arguably the worst team in the league, the Steelers. Uh, who else? The Giants coming back on Baltimore. No one thought that was going to happen. Uh, Packers Jets. lost to the yep. Jets for Christ's sake, and then there was one more monster upset that I'm I'm not thinking of. Uh, the Niners yep. lost to the Falcons, and and maybe that one's the most believable. We mm-hmm. were all kind of. You took, you took uh, Falcons. I took the Falcons, but I, yeah. I, I was not expecting them like, to win. That, and they kind of handled them. That right. was probably a rough week for all the suicide pools out there. Yeah, I, would, I can only imagine that people are probably done or cut down by over half after Dude, that. Dude, a good buddy of ours was in like 100 grand one, 1,300 people left, and he, he got, he got snipped by yeah. the um, If you survived the that pack. wave, you're fucking looking 
I mean, that you had to butcher those. I, I would think the only, you know, who do you take there? Like the maybe the Rams if you still got them. Yes. You know, that's, I mean, because yeah. they had Carolina, right? Yep. Carolina's kind of looking like the safe. They're, they're the worst the team. bet against NFL. every year. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Bet against them. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that's, 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 uh, that's basically, I mean, I don't have too much of that. The Lions also did not play. And one thing I've noticed every year that it's, it's just so played out is that every year the Lions play and they have a bye week, you see that fake scoreboard of the Lions losing to the bye. They lose to oh the bye week. Oh, my God. It's, it's just everywhere instantly uh, as soon as the Sunday starts. And it's been going on since, like, 1993. And I'm just, I just I just don't think it's that funny anymore. It's, I'm over it. But, hey, let's do something about it then. Yeah, I know. We could win some games. That would be helpful. Can I, can I share a random Lions stat that I heard today? Yeah. yeah. They've had the same professional and college scouting directors for 16 years. Oh my God. You gotta be 16 years. They've had the same director of scouting for college and for pros through different regimes, through everything. Uh, I will credit it to the morning show with Stoney and Jansen. I heard it this morning. I could not believe it. Why doesn't Holmes just fire him? I, I I don't know, and that's that's what the caller had said, and Gov had said was maybe they are doing a good job, and the GMs aren't listening. Yeah, or you know, because I've been know seeing, the, hearing a lot more Brad Holmes hate now right. instead of the DC hate that we were hearing before. You know, because it's like, hey, he's not giving them the pieces to the puzzle. Right. You know, it's it's hard to build the puzzle if you don't have the right pieces. Right. That's actually actually fucking crazy. I think it's it's got to be true. That makes so much sense. Well, here while you're looking that up, uh, I'll I'll share another misery stat here. Um, Keep them coming. Yeah, it's from Will Birchfield, um, who I believe is a reporter, a legit one. And th- this is just fa- like I, this is true. Um, some bi week perspective on second year coaches. Nick Sirianni took over a four win Eagles team. They are now five and zero. Robert Sala took over a two-win Jets team. They are now four and two. Arthur Smith took over a four-win Falcons team. They are now three and three. Dan Campbell took over a five-win Lions. Now one and four. Doesn't have to take forever. That's the tweet. It does not. This was a heartbreaking week for bad, like for us, like yeah. to watch, like all these, the, teams, all those teams all these upset. Yes. Yeah, and I, and I don't want to hear it any excuse. Well, Sirianni has hurts. Okay. Who does Salah have? Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco this year. Who was hurt? Yeah. Flack Daddy, Super Bowl champ. Yeah. Arthur Smith, Marcus Mariota. Yeah, there's, your, right. there's where you look. Marcus Stud. Mariota, bottom five starter in the league, and they're fighting right now. Oh, and you know who he doesn't mention here? Fucking Danny J, too, with the Giants. Like, Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, there you go. Say it, Chandler. Jump in. Hey, yeah, just, yeah. just let me, you know, hey. Dude, they got to love him there. So, and Ju shout out just real quick, like that's you know Brian Dables his boy. Yeah, Brian Dables, and, and he his was boy. screaming about hiring him fucking two years ago. Damn. Yeah. Hey, good call, Ju. Maybe. By the way, Jay. It was um, okay. So, the let me go back real quick before we talk about the Giants. Rob Lowman is the club's director of pro scouting. He was named that in 2019. He's worked for the organization in the scouting department for 16 years. That's insane. They just keep promoting him. 
Bad org. Why, why is this guy still with us? <laughs> I have no answers. He pre- uh, he's previously spent the seven seasons as who's the he team's fucking? college scouting yeah. coordinator and regional scout. So he went from pro college scouting to pro scouting. He's got nudes. We've getting worse, and he's getting better. You know, but he, he's got nudes. Back to a real team, the G Men. Frank. Jesus. Yep. Frank. Yeah. I'm right here. Can we? Can we pull up the clip for everybody? Maybe you and Pizzo laughing at me week one when we all had different NFC East picks. Pizzo had the Cowboys. Yep. Still looks good. Hey, yeah. Whoa, whoa, Still whoa. looks good. I'm not, I'm not. Frank had the Eagles. I got Still Cowboys good. Bills Super Bowl matchup. And I put to the G-Men, and Frank, you said something along the lines of not this again. Yeah, I did. And you know what? I think they are the Michigan of the NFL, they keep everything so damn simple, and they just run it to perfection. I can you name one of their receivers that 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 plays? Not Kenny Galladay or Kadarius say, Tony. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Galladay. Sterling uh, Shepard's hurt. Who's the um sl- uh, Slayton? Clayton. Yeah, Slayton. 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 Yeah, that's the only Slayton. one. I can no, name. the only reason I remember it is because it's Darius Slayton. Slayton. Yeah, that's Correct. the only one that I know. So Darius Slayton, Juan Dale Robinson, a rookie out of Kentucky. Don't they got a uh, and they have Sterling. Sills. Sills. Oh, yeah, David Sills. Sills. Yeah. Mr. Yes. Sills. They have nobody. They have nobody of, of name and mention on the defensive side, really, of star power. Thibodeau. Thibodeau, who, who actually looks good. Better than Dave really good. good. Yeah. Yes. But Is that was something you'd want? The ultimate kick in the dick and teeth and nose last week, him stripping that fucking ball away. God. I think it just shows that. A coach is very important, and even after years of uh, poor management with Dave Gettleman and terrible roster moves, if you just get the right guy and can utilize what you have in front of you, you can be a decent team. And that just shows how far away we still are. Of right. any of any of the leagues. I mean, that all comes down to like the little stuff too, special teams, clock management. 100%. It's not about having a stud all the time. Of all of the leagues, too, um, they uh, the NFL is is designed is is fucking designed to go from worst to first, and we just have not done it. We have not done it. We guys, we're watching. I just opened Jaylen Twitter. Jalen Durant, yeah, just Jaylen. fucking tomahawk. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's Jay- Amari Stoudemire. Dude, and he like he's like he barely Flash is a big Ben. He, like, Look at he's got the cornrows and the face. No, he's not ben, big Ben at all, dude. He's Amari Stoudemire yes. coming down the lane. He dude. jumped his jumped like three inches to put that away. Look at his face after he looks. He's like a fucking junkyard dog to a bone, dude. dude who, look who, at him. Whoever is listening that has connections to the Detroit Pistons, can we get some tickets, please? Yeah, I want to see. That's another. That's with. Going to a, like a live NBA game, hundred percent. Like the NHL, if you, if you sit close, dude, mm-hmm. like so you get cool. Mildly close. If you're far away, it's you, you know. Don't realize how big these guys are on fucking TV. Yes, the monsters. They're gigantic. I remember I had some. I like won some courtside seats with work, and it, it was when the Pistons really sucked. But like Blake Griffin was out there, right? And it was just like this guy's huge and like a mega jumping star. out of the fucking gym. Yes. And he, and he wasn't even, you know, his bionic right. leg. And he was, this is like beat down Griffin. The quote unquote <laughs> small guys are huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The smallest guys on the court are huge. But but back to the NFL. You sure? Yeah. Lions suck. <laughs> Can we get into our picks? Yeah, let's do it. Let's okay. rock, baby. Awesome. All right. All right. We'll lead off. You got. Let's knock off our one little college pick here. Okay. Let's just bite that 
rip that little I'll top off. I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off, boys. All right, I'll give you so, some toppings. Okay, you know what? We were what three and zero as a group last week on college, boys. We were nice work. Gentlemen. Yeah, we were. We were yeah. three and zero. We're kind of finding our rhythm. Yeah, seeing what's happening with college, and what was my theme last week? Find Let's, the weird line. Find the weird line. You're nice right, Pizzo. So I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm what looking. What do we see? What do we see? And I'm going to find myself at Autzen Stadium in the great Northwest in Eugene, Oregon, where the Oregon Ducks are laying six points against the undefeated, maybe most improved team in the country, the UCLA Bruins. Oregon has only lost week one at Georgia, essentially, even though it was a, a neutral site game. Outside of that, Oregon's look great. Statistically speaking, they've got a top five O-line um, in the nation, not just in the Pac-12 this year. Oregon laying six at home against UCLA. Something just seems off. It's tough to go up there and win. Give me Oregon kicking the shit out of Chip Kelly in his homecoming with his UCLA Bruins. Wow. Give me the Oregon Ducks in only 27% of the money. Minus six. I love it. I love it. Absolutely fantastic pick. Um, and I, like, forgot forgot about Chip Kelly. Forgot that was a guy. Did you also forget that he coached the UCLA's 6-0, and USC's 5-1, and and they're going to be in our conference yeah. in two years? Here they come. Unbelievable. I know. Well, it's chilly in the Midwest. We'll see if they can handle the handle That's the true. Travel. That's true. That's all I'm leaning on. Um I mean, take go. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to stay in the Big Ten again this week. Oh, oh, yeah, geez. I'm not leaving. And this might Michigan be Michigan minus 17. <laughs> yeah. This he's might like, be. He's like, cue the fight song. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say my pick? <laughs> None other than the fucking Buckeyes. This team is on a steamrolling fucking trailer, truck, 18-wheeler. <laughs> fucking, I can't even get it out. <laughs> Iowa has one of the worst offenses I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. I do not see them scoring more than 7 to 10 points, and I think Ohio State puts up 50 at least at home. Give me the Buckeyes all day, minus 29 and a half, minus 30, whatever it is. Give me the give me the Buckeyes. So, yeah, I th- the reason... Lou got a little tripped up there is because I threw my fucking hands in the air. This is like the third week in a row he's stolen my college pick. Uh, I absolutely was going to take Ohio State for the same reasons that they're a, a flaming truck wagon burner or whatever you just said. <laughs> <laughs> and Iowa just sucks ass. They are minus 10,000 money line. You toss them onto any parlay, it's not doing anything. No, it's hurting your parlay. <laughs> it goes the other way. You like lose respect. You, like, lose they charge money. it. They, they ju- take money. Yeah, they charge juice for like lack of respect. So I was going to do that, but I'm going to stick with the Big Ten because I did have a little bit of a backup here, and it's a lame ass backup. But I'm just going to stick with my formula of the the in the Big Ten, no one's that. Like, outside of Ohio State and, unfortunately, Michigan, there's not that much of a difference. I got Indiana going into Rutgers. Barn burner. (laughs) Yeah, real exciting game. Won't watch a down or a play. (laughs) Keep chopping the original. (laughs) But I do think Indiana is a little bit of a better team than Rutgers, and they're getting three points against the Scarlet Knights. I'm taking Indiana plus three. Are we going to see you in Jersey this weekend? What You might. You big might. IU guy. Yeah, big IU guy. It might be like, I, I think I took them to start the year, too. I think it's like my third time like betting on Indiana. IU, dude. 
Who's you? Versus Rutgers. How many combined quarters have you watched of those? <laughs> I did. So I would probably say three combined quarters, okay. and it was all one game. <laughs> it was the opening game of the season where Indiana played Illinois. And I think it was I think it was uh week zero. It might have been week zero. Oh yes, I do remember. I think it was yeah, the yeah. opening and, and I think that was my pick. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh no, no, my first no, no, my first week pick was Nebraska Northwestern. Oh I yeah, love the yeah, big yeah, ten. Yeah. I love shitty big ten games. <laughs> Indiana Rutgers. Yeah. You gonna watch it? No. Okay. Absolutely not. That's fair. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. All right, no. good, good. Um can I Oh we all went. Yeah, I, we're, go, we're all jacked up on the Pistons right now. Can I just say, Please. in six minutes, Jalen Duran has six points and five rebounds. Oh, my God. Is that good? This guy is off an the bench? absolute dog, dude. Fucking He's jug. Off He's bench. off the bench, yes. That's unreal. Love to hear it. I'm locking in Indiana plus three real quick. All right, sweet. Let's move to the NFL. Um, So I will say uh, this week... Terrifies me. Yeah, t- dude, I, I tough think, week. I think this Very is, tough. I, think I this agree. Is the toughest board I've seen of the NFL this year. I almost have no idea what the fuck to do. My favorite bet, this is not in a lock, this is not my pick. Favorite bet is Dallas Cowboys minus seven. I don't bet against the Lions. So that's on the table for both you guys. Does anyone, anyone want to jump on this grenade to start? Yeah. I'll jump. Do it. All right. So. Do it. Do it. Do it. God. Do it. You going to do it? it. Yeah. Is he going to do it? <laughs> I No, like, because I'm going to save it for later. Oh, okay. oh you're going to do it. But I'm going to do balls. this one. Oh, okay. You're and gonna, this one's you're an even go. bigger one. Okay. Because I was going to save this for a second, but I'm just going to do it. He's just going to do it. Do What's it. my thing? Uh, Pick teams in the long term. Yeah. Bet against him in the short term. Mm-hmm. I just got done stroking off the G-men. Yeah. How great of a season they are. Simple offense. They run the ball well. Day ball. Great young coach. They're finding ways to get wins. Well, guess what? This week, they're going down to Jayville, where Lou Pizzo's from. White TN. Oh, there yeah. we go. Jacksonville Jaguars are laying three against the New York Giants. Jags coming off a tough loss against the Colts. Giants with a miracle comeback against the Ravens. I just think that it's going to take a lot out of them. The G-Men have won five out of their first six. Yeah. They're due for a loss. You know, Jaguars actually have looked pretty good this year, and I still think they're the favorites to win the AFC South. Wow. Um, it just looks too far off. Give me the Jaguars minus three at home against the Giants this week. I, I got to imagine that line because when you see it knee jerk, you're like Giants. You're right. like, oh, they're getting points. Right. Jags might blow them out. Yep. You got the money? Who's got the, like, is there a lot the of the money? Jags have 39% of the money. Giants have 61% of the money on them. So it's not, not too big of a discrepancy. Yeah. I will say my pick that I was going to do is probably going to be the Sheep Shark, which is why I'm leaving it for later. So I got the Jaguars. Lou, who you got? Let's take this uh, this action down to Tennessee, baby. Oh, wow. Where the Titans are at home taking on the Indianapolis Colts. 
and I am going to ride with the home team this week. I really like the Titans at home. I think they play a lot better ball. I think that Indy is still Indy and their fucking garbage team. I'm I'm riding with the with the Titans, baby. Give me the Titans minus two and a half. All right. Spooky stuff. Spooky stuff. Definitely a lot of um emotional wins last week, a lot of upsets, and it's definitely one where it, it gets you gun shy. You know, a lot of times with these big favorite teams, like I would love to just jump right on them the next week. Um, but you know, like you look at the Packers, like normally I would just pound the Packers mm-hmm. here, four and a half going into fucking Washington. It's like the Lions beat Washington. They're going to kill them, right? I don't know. The line's like not as big as I want to feel comfortable. And there's something spooky there. The Packers might just suck and they have no wide receivers. So the only line that makes sense to me in this scenario, I'm doing it. I'm going to Tampa or I'm going to Carolina where Tampa is. And the line is minus 11 with the Bucks. This may be the sheep shark. I might be jumping on this early, but minus 11 is an absolutely huge line. Makes me think they're just going to win by 25. And I think Carolina is the worst team in the league. Fuck it. Give me the Bucks minus 11 on the road at Carolina. Frank, have I not taught you anything? I thought you were going to get wild and take the Panthers. No, I'm taking the Bucks. <laughs> Interdivision home dogs Line's this year. Too big. Line's too big. What are they? Yeah. Six and two against the spread, including my only Sunday win last week when the Seahawks covered against Zona. I don't like the Panthers, so I think that's a good pick. They're awful. But 75% of the time this year, interdivision home dog has covered. And I, I thought about that, and I looked at that, but I think the Panthers, as we were talking before the show started, they, they, are, they are that team. They are just that team. They're, they're, they break the rules. They're awful, yes. yes. And, like, who's under center this week? P.J. Walker, or is he hurt? I don't I know. I know he left the game last week. I didn't but know he was in the league. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He shredded us up. Shut sure the old did. Leos up. <laughs> sure. He will on Christmas Eve too. <laughs> Baker half unit. And the line is like if that line truly was like six and a half, I'd be more worried. But that now that it's eleven, I feel like that's that's the good old fashioned thirty one to three Tom Brady throat fuck. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Like it. God. All right, Chandler. I fucking hate taking fucking favorites all the time, but I told you about this game before we went on, Frank. You got the Baltimore Ravens hosting the Browns. Baltimore has not hit their stride yet this year. Lost an absolute heartbreaker last week where they fucking threw the game away against the Giants. They welcome the Cleveland Browns, who arguably, to me, are one of the worst teams in the league. They got smacked in the mouth by the Patriots. They don't do anything well. Jacoby Brissett's their quarterback. Their defense has been underwhelming this year. You're hearing reports of Lamar missing practice today, Mark Andrews missing practice, this, that, and what up, what, you know, anything. Give me the fucking Ravens minus six and a half. Let's not complicate it. They're going to beat the fuck out of the Browns. They're due for a big win. This is the week they're going to do it. Baltimore Ravens minus six and a half. Okay. Like it. All, All right. right. All right. We're gonna we're gonna stay we're gonna go over on the West Coast and we're gonna we're gonna look at two teams that lost last week. One of them lost to a Super Bowl contender team, and the other one got a very very bad upset that Frank capitalized on against the Atlanta Falcons. I know what game you're talking about. That's good. Yeah, go ahead. So, Levi Stadium. We're in San Francisco. Kansas City's rolling in. Tough loss against the Bills. Tough loss against the Bills. 
I still think the Niners are trying to figure it out. I think Kansas City knows exactly who they are, what they need to do to get the job done. Too good of a football team to only be favored by two and a half points. That being said, I'm going to go with the Chiefs at 425. Um, you know what's funny, Pizzo, is I actually wrote that in before you started talking for you, not for me. I was like, he's going to take KC two and a half. We know you too well. Well, hey, the sheep bod last week with the Bengals, boys, did they not? That's not the sheep shark bet, but 81% of the money is on the Chiefs so far. Little lamb. There we go. Ba-ba, little lamb. Okay. I am struggling here to... Don't take it. I don't think I'm going to take what you think I would take. Wow, um, a lot of big brain going on. Yeah, I am big braining myself a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking reverse brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally big braining. Yeah, we don't take the prime times. Um, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with this. I am going to flip the script on myself. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons have been a fiery team this year. I took them last year against what I think is arguably the best team in the NFL. Very emotional win, very exciting win. Um, they're coming back down to earth, playing a very focused Cincinnati Bengals team. The line is sitting at six. I would think that would be seven. Um, I thought it would be a little bit of a bigger line. So that's why I really like the Cincinnati Bengals here at home after an emotional win for the Atlanta Falcons and the Bengals coming off kind of a last-minute win of a game that they should have handled a little more easily. I think they'll tighten the screws, and I think they bring Atlanta back down to earth and they cover that six-point spread, taking another favorite, Cincinnati Bengals minus six. So Frank's going against the odds this week. Six and two interdivision home dogs. He goes against it. Atlanta... 6-0 and ATS this year Wow, going against them. So Frank's on the big up-down theory okay. this week. We see you, big dog. He's hoping for a down after a season of up. I respect it. Yep, I'm really just trying to play off the emotional big win. Okay. Yeah, so we'll see, see how it works. Well, you know what section we're getting into here, and this is the Sheep Shark Bet of the Week. <laughs> you know the rules of Sheep Shark. We're going to see where the most money is, and if you're going to bet with the sheep... Or if you're going to go against the grain and bet with the shark. So we're going to find ourselves in the Mile High City where the New York Jets, one of the hottest teams in the NFL, travel to Denver to take on the Denver Broncos and the Russell Wilson-led Denver Broncos. Let's Ru- ride. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Unlimited and the Broncos Laying one point against the Jets, 87% of the money is on Robert Salah and the New York Sauce Gardner and the New York Jets, while only 13% of the money is on Mr. Unlimited, Russell Wilson, and the Denver Broncos. So on the count of three, gentlemen, are you going to be a sheep and roll with the Jets, or are you going to be a shark and roll with the Broncos? One, two, three. Broncos, Broncos. let's wow. ride. <laughs> oh, wow. That was one of the games I, I actually had written down, Me too. too. So, Lou, why are you pay, taking the Broncos? I'm taking the Broncos because, you know what? Russ had a, a pretty good first half last week. He found his stride. I think he was 9 for 9 
um, before he shit the bed in the second half. Shit the bed. Like, bad. Yeah. I actually had both quarterbacks unders in that game, and I thought that was fucking bad toast. because of Rusty. Yeah. And, like, it, he just absolutely – I think he had, like, 40 yards in the second half or something crazy. Yes. But regardless, he had a good first half. I mean, he has good weapons. The Jets are all fucking jacked up about winning in Green Bay. They're they're thinking that Denver's gonna ro- that they're gonna roll over to Denver, beat them down. I think the mindset is not there for New York. I think Denver knows that they need to fucking figure it out, and they need to figure it out now. And I think they're gonna figure it out. I'm taking the Broncos. I am taking the Broncos. A lot of this, a lot of similar stuff to what Lou said here. Uh, number one. You know in New York, they want to carry Robert Sala through the city on a chair. They want to praise him. They are riding higher than ever. It's J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They are so gassed up. I can't even imagine the amount of money that was coming in on the Jets, regardless of who they're playing this week. And they happen to run smack dab into the least popular team right now in the NFL. You look at the internet, no one is getting made more fun of than Russell Wilson. No, not even close. No team is They're getting, like putting Drew Locke on a fucking pedestal. They are showing Drew Locke dancings, <laughs> calling uh, Russell like uh, uh, Drew Locke 2.0. Yep. Uh, they're saying he's not even cooking up appetizers. It is not cool to be rooting for the Broncos uh, or Russell Wilson right now. And then when you told me... I was waiting for you to say what li- where the money was laying, and I was like, if it, I mean, it's got to be the Jets. If it's the right. Jets, I'm absolutely going um, for Denver. And you guys know, I've said this a hundred times. Where's the spookiest place to play in the NFL? Mile High, High Stadium. Yeah. yeah, can't breathe. And at some point, you just gotta think Russ is gonna cook. Right, he's gonna cook something. He's gonna cook something. We gotta eat. He's gotta ride. <laughs> it's one of those things where you guys hit. Every one of, of my points, mile high, up, down theory, um, Jets, <clears throat> last three wins, Steelers, Dolphins, Packers. Now you've got to travel across the country in an elevated um, setting. Across and up. And across Denver's and up. defense is fucking tough. Right. Their defense has been good. And, and let's, let's just be honest with each other. Brees Halls look great. Zach Wilson doesn't look great. Right. So you're going in there, you're facing Mr. Unlimited and Russell Wilson. And guess what? He's gonna he's bound to have a good week because he's Mr. Unlimited. So with that being said, give me the Broncos minus one. Guess what? Let's we ride. ride as a unit, baby. I love it. I love it. Bunch of sharks in the water, boys. Um, and just to give you an update, overall records, if you guys have been following this podcast, if you were to follow any one of us or us as a whole, um, I am sitting at 23 and 15, Big Slip Band is 21, 15 and 2, and Chandler is 24 and 14. Good work, boys. Pretty good stuff. All in the green, boys. All Thank you, green. listeners. Yes. That's your reward for listening. All right, boys, a lot of sports talk today, a lot of good stuff, but now we're going to move into the best stuff, over-under, to close out the show. Um, Funny story about this week's over-under. Jerry has been on the money sending the over-unders. I haven't even had to ask him. They've just been in my inbox. We pull up today to record, and I I realized we didn't have them. So I was like, hey, guys, I don't have them. I'm going to text him. So if he doesn't send them by the end of the show, what do you want to do? And uh, Chandler had the idea of, like, why don't we just do over-under of everything in this room? So just, like, look at something in the room and 
tell if it's if it's over under, which is pretty much like what this fucking stupid thing is, anyways. <laughs> but Jerry did send the over unders here in time. Got on him right away. Said, "Oh fuck!" Fired him over. So let's pull them up. We're going to tell you if these things are over or underrated from Jerry over unders buzzer beater. It was a buzzer beater. He wrote LGRW. Um, and here we go. Number one on the list. Fitzpatrick and Sherman as Thursday night football anchors. So the Amazon prime pregame show with those guys. Okay. Can I split them in half? Yeah. Okay. I was probably going to have to do the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Because Fitz, Fitz Magic, dude, he's the man. Yeah. Right? Awesome. Severely underrated. I think he's like hilarious in his post games. He's been a jug in the league for like, he's been journeying everywhere and he always has like a little flash of greatness at each place that he goes. Love him. Awesome. Richard Sherman, part of the Legion of Boom. Big fan of that group. You know me, Frank, the old Seahawk oh, yeah. guy. However, him as a commentator, I. I can't, I, he's, I, he's really annoying to me. Always seems like he's like screaming into the camera. I, I, I'm not into it. I'm not a Richard Sermon commentator fan. I'm going to say overrated. I'm going to package them as one. Um, and as good as Fitz magic is, I agree with you on Richard Sherman. And for me, it overpowers it. They're, they're still too new, um, in broadcasting to add enough value for me. I mean, Shit, I don't even get to see him on the illegal streams that I watch the game on. So, um, with that being said, I'm just going to say overrated. You don't have Prime? Uh, I do. I have a Buddies, but I, like, have it on my one TV that he's logged into. So, I'll watch it on that one. But, like, no, not. (laughs) Didn't I tell you? I I don't do Amazon. I didn't know that. I don't do Amazon. Support small business. Oh, okay. I love that. I love that out of you. Yeah. Um, I support both. Yeah, I do as well. I've been in too many pinches not to <laughs> yeah. use it. Um, I don't plan well. Okay, Fitzpatrick and Sherman. Uh, I think I'm going to split them up as well here. And I will I will say with a grain of salt, I haven't been able to watch a lot of the Thursday night pregame shows. That's the that's the nights I play hockey. Right, I got, so, I got football games too, so I miss a lot of the pregame. So I miss a lot of it too. So I'm pretty much basing my Fitzpatrick judgment on exactly what you said, Lou. Like, Fucking legend. I'll never forget when he was dressed the way he was dressed in Tampa, when he had the chains yes, on and that the was sunglasses. Awesome. And he's a Harvard grad. He's played on every team in the NFL. Like, uh, love him. And just like you said, I did love Richard Sherman as a defensive monster yeah. on that team. He was awesome. But the only reason I'm giving Sherman the overrated mark here is because back when he was in the NFL, he wrote like – a 2000 word article in, I want to say sports illustrated about how Thursday night football was like fucking unconstitutional. How he said it was like like all about injuries and all that. He said it was the worst thing they could ever do to players. And like he, he, the whole thing was about how the NFL needs to abolish uh, Thursday night football, how they need to get rid of it and how bad it was for players and how it was like this whole like workman issue thing. And this like short prep time can't heal. Yes, like can't do it. And now he is just collecting a paycheck from Amazon absolutely promoting Thursday night football. Like (laughs) it blows my mind how that's not talked about all the time. So for that, he's under, he's overrated for being a hypocrite. Hear it. Okay. Number two, number two. Oh, this is funny. Uh, Halloween movies. Wow. Halloween movies. This actually, we were just talking about this in our chat. 
So this is a tough one for me because I love like the classic Halloween movies, like the Halloweens, you know, the Freddies, like the Jasons, all that good stuff. Um, but like the most recent Halloween movies, like, I don't know if like the storyline and everything is just so beat down to me, but like, they're just, a lot of them are just dumb. Like the new, I, I, and I, like, I've been, you know, going through a good amount of Halloween movies recently, just trying to get in the spirit. I just, I don't know. Some of them are so dumb and they, it's just, I can't get behind the new school. So I'm going to, I'll bunch it all together, wrap this up. I'm going to say that Halloween movies are overrated. Okay. It pains me to say it because I watched Michael Myers growing up. It was great. If I see fucking Jamie Lee Curtis one more time running away from Michael Myers in a different but the same scenario, I'm going to freak out. Retire it. The shtick's over. We can make new scary Halloween movies, but Halloween movies are overrated. Fair enough. Fair enough. These are all fair points. And when you said the other day in the chat, you know, I kind of, kind of barked back at you and I said, I said shit take. And you then, did. Yeah, I did. You I did. Happy about it. No, I wasn't. Just because, like, you know, I think part of me, just I love scary movies. I love Halloween movies, and I don't like to think that they're all overrated now. But you got me thinking about it a little bit, and I, you know, it's been a while since I've seen a good new school scary movie. Um, but I got redeemed recently. Watched one called Black Phone. Uh, new, new one, thought it was pretty scary, thought it was pretty good. Okay. New concept that I hadn't seen before, thought I thought it was good. And I absolutely love the old school ones. Like, yes. you know, during this month, like we knock out, even the bad ones are good somehow. And I don't know if it's just like nostalgia or what it is. Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Freddy vs. Jason. That uh, one's awesome. Jeepers Creepers was on. Jeepers Creepers 2. Yeah. That one's yeah. good too. Yeah. Yes. I mean, they're all like 4% on Rotten Tomatoes, but, yeah. but, but those are like, for some reason there's, they're, they're like, and like, I don't know if it's just nostalgia and we're just turned into grumpy old men where it's it like this shit sucks now, but I, I'm going to say they're underrated. I just love Halloween movies. Fair enough. And yeah, I don't know if he meant like the Halloween movies or like, Halloween, Halloween movies, movies in general. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're both overrated, so my answer doesn't <laughs> change. All right. Number three, following an English Premier League soccer team. What? Yeah. Let me take this. <laughs> jump, on, jump on it. Underrated. Sundays are great. They are even better if you start it with Sunday Premier League mornings. Yes, sir. You get up. You get your action in at 7 a.m., You've game got Premier at League game at 9. You got the main one usually at about 11.30 or 12, and it leads right into NFL Red Zone. Last week, Liverpool, who'd they play? Man City. Yep. We all jumped on. Muhammad Salah, first goal. Yes, that was plus awesome. Plus 650. He ripped it Cutching. in. Within 10 minutes, we're kicking off for NFL Sunday. I love it. Following English Premier League, and if you want to do it, a specific team, more power to you, severely underrated. Man, it's just like the London game every Sunday, huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's incredible. It's great. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. I'll jump in just because yeah. you guys cover it, and I don't need to say much here. Uh, much like when the NBA regular season was an over-under topic here, I'm not going to rip on a major professional league's uh, following or season or anything like that. Uh, the one – uh, Premier League game I went to was with Jerry at the big house and it was electric, but I don't follow it, but I will say it's, it's, I'm just going to go with it's underrated because there's no way it's overrated. Yeah. And I, and I'll piggyback a lot of what Chandler said, him and I are on the same page with that, but 
I, I just recently, I would say over the last like five years have been getting a lot more into EPL and, and waking up in the morning, but it's also on NBC too. So it's like cup of coffee games are on great action. There's a lot of different prop bets you can do within the EPL, a lot of exciting teams. Um, it's good stuff. Underrated. Damn, I might have to check this out because I love when there's a London game with the NFL just because, like, you're up and running by nine. Right. That's the one thing I love about Vegas and the NFL, too, is, like, you're up in the morning and it's, like, it's almost a little too soon, but you're, like, boom, it's fucking, yeah. we're in it. Yeah. 10 a.m. I, You know, I, I always think about, like, my buddies in Cali and stuff. It's just, like, their NFL kicks off, like, so much earlier and they still have, like, their day. Yeah. Sunday night's done at, like, 8.30. That's yeah. so nice. You yes. know, it's real nice, but I will say this. It's a catch twenty two with the EPL because you can get off to a real bad start on oh, a Sunday, yeah, yeah. and you're already chasing by well, one o'clock. That's just part of the game. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, no, I'm no stranger to that. It's no EPL. You fault. think I even lost my ass in a London game? <laughs> yeah. Come on, oh, those games are unpredictable. <laughs> yeah. Fucking the Giants beat the Packers. <laughs> um, all right, number four, number four on the list, The Rock. The Rock. I'll go first. Fucking dude, overrated. I hate his movies. Like, I can't stand his fucking movies. He never plays a different character. He's always the same dude. The storyline's the same in all of them. He was a fucking elite wrestler, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Like, I can't take that away from him. But, like, older Rock is, like, he reminds me of, like, a uh, who's that guy, the defensive end, Watt, the older brother. Oh, J.J. Watt. Yes, he reminds me of J.J. Watt. Like, just, like try hard boner trying to like oh i'm the good guy out there this and that daddy's home it's like fucking give it up man overrated okay so you asked me 20 years ago i'll say the rock would be underrated forever but if i see the rock and kevin hart in another movie playing grab ass with each other <laughs> i'm gonna turn on jamie lee curtis <laughs> And Michael Myers and subject myself to that because I can't do it anymore. It's the same damn movie. It's the same little, he's picking on Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, well, you know, he's getting beat up. The Rock's fucking the big bad guy. And then The Rock's like, but he's just, always pumping some yes. hot chick. Just we work hard. It. Just work hard. It's like, you know what? I want you to do the... He smells like a monkey donkey dick, like he said in WWF. He gets back to that shit. He's underrated. For now, Rock, you're overrated. That's crazy. You guys, you guys are, you make great points. You guys make <laughs> great points. And I don't disagree. I mean, you putting it as Kevin Hart and The Rock playing grab ass almost put me over the edge. <laughs> but I have to look at the whole career of the guy. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Like, He's the fucking rock. He yeah. still works out. He still does all the fucking shit. He could snap us all in half. It's not like he's no a colossal pussy now. And he just knows what he is. Like, he's like a Sylvester Stallone or an Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's the same guy in each movie. Action-packed, stupid thing where he's the big, beefy, strong guy. I don't watch any of his movies. The last one I think I saw was um, Jumanji. With Kevin Hart, where they played a little grab ass, pretty good movie. I liked it. All right. So I am saying the fucking rock is underrated because by the off chance he fucking hears this, I don't want to get my cock snapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, 
fucking The Rock got us really good over under this week, Jerry. Yeah, Jer Bear, good work here, buddy. And this was his buzzer beater. Yeah, this, this the was no just look fucking off the head, brother. <laughs> this is no look pass. Six shooter. Yeah. So All we right. have The Rock, Big Sean, and Karen Newman listening to us. This yes, week. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and uh, the the NBA draft pick seven two. Oh, Wembyana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those are those are the four tuning in. When realistically, it's like my mom and four guys I went to high school with. Please listen. <laughs> All right, number number five. Number five on the list, going commando. Going commando. I'm going to jump right on this one. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think the cool thing to say here would definitely be like, oh, it's underrated, bro. I let my fucking shit dance all around my pants. I don't care. Oh, I don't give a shit. I'll just put on jeans and go live my life. Nope, not me, buddy. I need fucking something on there, all right? There's too much going on. There's sweat. There's there's sometimes misjudged wipes. You never know. I like their separation between... Uh, my package, my ass, and whatever pants I'm wearing. So I don't think going commando would ever be comfortable for me. The only time I go commando is like when I'm going to bed, athletic shorts, going to bed. But otherwise, I need some sort of boxers or something on there. Uh, it's overrated. Going commando is overrated. Okay, okay, Frank. I will say that since I'm not like going commando all the time, that when I do go commando, it's fucking awesome. Like, it's, it's very relieving. It's free. You're breathing down there. The boys are shaking together. That being said, I'm going to go with underrated because I don't get to enjoy it that much. So when I do do it, <laughs> it's fucking phenomenal. Underrated. All right. So I'm the tiebreaker here. Um, I'm much like Frank. If I let one slip out and I got a skid mark in my pants instead of my underpants, what am I going to do? Yeah. Everyone's going to see it. Yeah. So and I think at that point, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. You know, at least at that point, you could throw those away. Are you wearing and now, white pants? And now you're no in, one's gonna you're in see the red a zone. shit stain in jeans. Yeah, what buddy. do you mean, yeah. buddy? A little yeah. scrape, dude. No one's seeing that. If you do you know it's a little scrape, <laughs> yeah. dude? And I what know are you shitting yourself. Oh my god, log coming out of your ass. You could. I mean, the last sometimes time you shit yourself, buddy. That's not. <laughs> that's, that's not the over that under. Not the question. <laughs> the over under is going commando. Yes, and I do like. The liners on the Lululemons yeah. to where you can yes. have it. But that to me isn't like, yes. that's like <laughs> underwear inside of your shorts. Um, I don't go commando a lot. Um, I it, never do it. To me, it's it's overrated. And uh, that's just the shark factor is why I'm saying it's overrated. Chandler shits his pants fucking once a month. <laughs> All right. It's almost, no, hang on. It's almost not. The sh it's here's the real crisis here. It's not it's not shit in your pants. Dick or shart, rubbing on the zipper. Your that that's an that's <laughs> spooky as well. That's, <laughs> but that's not the crisis. The crisis now is is the the you didn't shake enough. You didn't you didn't get it all out when you took a piss. Yeah. Where's oh, that yeah. going? Yeah. Right against the jeans. The and, winter and the time's jeans, big for that. If too. you're not wearing jeans, look out. Yeah. That's just soaking right there, and then you see fucking. Marrying accounting, and you're you're just oh you just you just took a piss, didn't you? You you. I feel like I do that with underwear sometimes, though, on accident too. But you know, the underwear is like the layer that blocks it. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes it's fucking. Well, sometimes it gets through. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm sometimes saying. Sometimes you just you just really didn't do <laughs> it. Like, you did fuck. You did not do well, due diligence. What if Marion Accounting sees you in the bathroom for five minutes and you come out with a fucking. A little fucking Lincoln log on your ass. You know what I mean? I, like, I, I'm, I was just adding in addition to, we're on the same team here. No, Taylor. that's what I'm saying. It's like, Pizzo's the hippie. Th that's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, you can get it from the front or the back. Correct. Like, 
There is danger signs everywhere. Everywhere. It's when a front going dries commando. up in like five minutes, you're fine. And it is it is like a lifestyle <laughs> thing, you know? If you just don't want that security. I get Some, it. You don't get it. <laughs> sometimes if I do that and like I, I, I leave like a big piss stain on the front, like I'll somewhat like purposely spill water on me. hundred <laughs> I was waiting. You're like soaked in like, the front. I was looking at you like, say it, say it. Yes. Like you get a little dribble and you're like, whoa. You just like, you just like make a mess. And you're like, oh, fucking leaned on yes. the seat. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like it's a fucking mess in there. Someone should clean that up. And you're just sitting at your desk like soaked. Like, all right. I think I, I, think I tricked I got him. him. Yeah. Mary's all clear. Nobody gives a fuck no either. One, Everyone. No one. Like, no. Oh, Frank pissed himself. Yeah. What's Frank's crotch look like today? Yeah, the old pisser boy. Yeah. Fucking uh, Grizzly Adams. <laughs> yep. So that was a fucking way to end the show. <laughs> absolute, absolute home run there. Um, well, I guess to that point, since we're on it, the uh, like with a bathing suit, like I prefer no netting though. Right. Like, you know, the I don't mind the netting. I don't mind it, but I pr- I think I prefer without it. I usually, what I do now is if it has the netting, I cut it out and I wear like dry fit Nike shorts yeah. under them. That's usually my go-to. So, so, so you put, <laughs> so in the, in the time you could be commando, you put on boxers for swimming. Well, well swimming. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. That's how we're closing mm-hmm. this one. All right, team. Thanks a lot for joining us uh, for 82 we appreciate you being here. If you are listening on Spotify, don't forget to rate it five stars. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever they're calling it, write us a review, rate us five stars. Follow us on social. And please, if you could share this with one friend, send it over to one friend. Say, hey, these guys pissed themselves at the end of every show. Uh, we, I'd love for you to hear this. That would be great. Just share it with them. Um, and we appreciate you listening to us, and good luck with all the uh, bets this weekend. Yeah, I mean, if you're uh, if pissing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis, brother. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. See you, boys. See you. If you smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs>